Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back in, everybody, to Sports Daily. Again, Wyatt Thompson uh, on board here in just a minute or so. Um, Tommy... You, you've got are you you're in Lawrence this week are you going to the KU game right I am yeah going to KU Oklahoma leaving bright and early tomorrow morning are you going to bundle up it's going to be miserable out there yeah it's not going to be fun uh, as far as the weather is concerned I mean I, I looked at that this morning I think we're looking at like a high of 45 and windy and rainy so I mean it's not going to be pleasant but I mean hey that's like late fall football weather right yeah except like I, I don't know that I'm quite ready for this uh we've got you know, like uh, some sleep potentially. I got to cover up like the backflow. Like it is a little, it's going to be a little shocking to the system. But, you know, look, K-State's going to have to deal with it too. And uh, as we look forward to the Wildcats, let's bring in the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Wyatt, we were just talking about the weather and how it's going to be a little different than what we've been used to with really weather not being a factor in any game that I can remember this year, but it will be. How much is that, you know, sort of on the radar, for lack of a better term, for everybody uh, up there in Manhattan this weekend? You know, the truth is the weather has changed. It is much more windy and and colder, and they're talking about some precipitation tomorrow. But even in the last few hours, um, I I think they've pushed the the precipitation back a little bit later in the morning. So I think it will have an effect. You know how that works. I mean, (laughs) even when you live here and you're used to four seasons of weather, it takes a little bit of time to get used to that uh, brisk north wind i'll say i just walked across over to the uh, uh sixth floor of the of the facility where i do the games uh visiting with the media relations guys and that wind was cold so it's it's certainly going to be a factor and then if you put any kind of precip on top of that you know last week i, I was talking to kevin eschenfelder the play-by-play voice at houston yesterday last week they played in 92 degree weather mm. with the humidity at about 65 percent that's going to be a little different for them <laughs> here tomorrow morning, don't you think? Wow. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be uh, going to be brutal uh, tomorrow. I don't, I'm yeah. I'm certainly not ready for it myself. But uh, hey, you know, Wyatt, I definitely I feel like a broken record because I know every week we talk about you know what what's going to happen at quarterback with Avery Johnson and Will Howard and and how's that all going to play out? And really, last week for the Wildcats, it played out basically to perfection with Chris Kleiman and Colin Mm -hmm. Klein using both of those guys. 
And, you know, it's been kind of a topic of conversation all week long. The, the way that they handled both of those quarterbacks in the game a week ago against TCU in dominant fashion, if that's something that can be duplicated, the Wildcats may have something special here. That's pretty well said. I, I, I do not disagree with you in any way, shape, or form. I don't know that you could have asked for much more from that perspective of the game last week than what you got. Um, you start both guys, yes, in a little bit of a weird way, uh, where you put Avery you know, wide left in the formation, run him on a jet sweep, and he picks up four yards. But you know, first possession, Will, second possession, Avery, and on and on down the line. And, and you look at what happened. They scored on their first four possessions and scored on seven of nine possessions on the night, uh, 343 rushing yards. And they were a big part of that. I think Coach Kleiman felt like one of the real big factors in the game. Both of those guys and their ability to run really kind of opened it up for Jace Brown, the freshman receiver. It opened it up a little bit, too, for those two running backs who are playing really pretty well right now, and both are healthy, and D.J. Giddens and um, Treshawn Ward. So uh, <laughs> I don't think that we're going to see a whole lot different tomorrow. I could be wrong, but I, I think they'll at least kind of start that way. And I, I get why it's a topic of conversation, because we've said this you know, many, many times. Avery's a special talent. you got to get him on the field. But, but Will has his value, too, and I thought he played one of his better games last week. I'm not sure how you felt about that, but I thought he was pretty darn good. I, I did, too, and I think it's interesting because, you know, in a, a lot of time when we get two quarterback situations, it's like one can run and one can throw. And I think the reason I, I loved the idea of this is because both of these guys can do both things. So, you know, it's not as simple as, oh, Will Howard's in there now. The defense has got to get ready, you know, for a pass situation because he'll run on them too, which is what he did last weekend. I do wonder, though, if the weather stays poor and we all know wind is the great, you know, is the greatest impact on, on the passing game. It's not, you know, anything but, you know, rain or anything else like that. It's wind. If that inclines K-State to need to run the ball more, do you think that impacts the rotation of the quarterbacks at all as they're, you know, according to Chris Kleiman, making the game plan up until tonight, basically? Well, that's a, that's a pretty interesting uh, subject from my perspective. But, but I guess what I would say that the short answer is, is I don't really think it will affect it very much at all. I just feel these guys are, are locked in on, on what they want to do. Uh, they want to see both guys. Um, wind or not, they are going to try to run the football, uh, which is what they've really done in the last couple of weeks. Um, and, and I think it was easier last week, like I said, because of the quarterback run game. But, I mean, they also were able to stretch the field with Jace Brown, and I can't stress enough how big that is too. If you saw the game, I think you saw, you know, a wide receiver for K-State make a big difference in the game for the first time this year. And he was really good, and I I don't think there's any doubt in my mind he's going to start tomorrow night and for the foreseeable future. Um, now if you can get some of those other guys, you know, like Phillip Brooks, and, um, you know, I, I'm not sure about the availability of, of – um, Keegan Johnson. I think he's a little bit iffy, probably be a game time decision, but RJ Garcia will be available. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But again, long answer, I know, but I don't think it will affect their game plan and or either guy that much because they're, they're used to playing in it, frankly. 
White, I asked Tim Fitzgerald this question yesterday. I want to get your perspective on it, too. It's one thing when you're looking at, you know, the the way that Avery Johnson plays versus the way that Will Howard plays and, you know, how that impacts the overall offensive game plan. But if you're a member of that offense, whether you're a skill player or on the line, do you from your perspective, do you think those guys have to adjust their own play depending on who the quarterback is at any given time? I think that's another really good question. Um, I, I guess my first reaction would be there's probably not a lot of difference between the two. Now, there's differences, you know, in, in style of how they play, but how it affects everybody else, I don't think there's a whole lot. And it's interesting that you ask that because I've asked a couple of guys that, well, actually more than that, probably a handful of guys that this week, is, is there a real big difference? And all of them said, no, not really. Um, I, I think when when it gets right down to it, you know, you have to, you know, take care of your assignment and, you know, who's at quarterback probably isn't going to, you know, really do a whole lot to change that part of it. Again, their skill sets are different. But I don't think if, if you're, say, if you're the left tackle, I don't think it's going to make a lot of difference if you're KT Leviston, whether Will is in the game or whether Avery's in the game, honestly. All right, let's, I mean, the other side of the ball on, it, we love to see the quarterbacks play that way, but the defense was the story, I thought, last week against TCU. Um, I, that, that, and that has been the bigger question to me, too, is, how, is the defense mm-hmm. going to be good enough for K-State to potentially play themselves back into a Big 12 championship game. Well, you told us last week, Wyatt, that you thought this group was improving quite a bit, you know, from, you know, game to game. And and I think that that proof was in the pudding last week. Is that something that continues? How real was that performance, do you think? Well, I think it was very real. And and I, I think they are continuing to get better. Uh, and not just the secondary. I, I think it's 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 virtually everybody. They've they've had to do some interesting things. You know, when when Daniel Green went down, we all know that. And 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 because they go from a a sixth year senior to a freshman as the starter, and then the freshman gets hurt, and then you've got a third starting linebacker <laughs> through seven games in there. Uh, so there's there's been some tweaking going on. But I, I really like the consistency of the defensive front. And really, it's basically a four-man rotation, a defensive end. Now, certainly, you know, it'd be fair to say that Cody Stufflebean and, and, and probably Nate Matlack aren't getting the, the reps as the first two guys. And from the nose guard position, Banks and Eli Leo aren't getting what Uso gets. But they're really – you don't see a lot of drop-off. I think that's the real – real key which tells you those guys are all doing what they're supposed to be doing you're getting really good linebacker play from Desmond Purnell and and Austin Moore and and I said this last week and we talked about it quite a bit you know it's it's such a difference making thing when Jacob Parrish is in there and is healthy but in addition to that I I mean I think we've seen uh, this is again my opinion maybe not everybody would agree with it but I think we've seen that other spot get better with Keenan Garber. Um, I love his ability to run and to cover. And I think he's kind of just, you know, with reps, uh, he's just getting better. He's been a receiver really the whole time he'd been here until late last fall. So he's still, 
even though he's been here a long time, it, it's still somewhat new to him. Having Will Lee back certainly helps. Um, but really for me, the two guys in that secondary that maybe we don't talk about enough, that I think both are playing really, really well right now is Kobe Savage um, and, and Marquis Siegel. Marquise is really just rock solid. Um, I think Coach Kleiman raved about him from the time he walked in here and saw him practice for the first time and his approach and how he does things. So there, there's good quality people there. Uh, it's just getting everybody on the same page. And when they flip those two positions with, with Kobe and BJ, it certainly helped BJ too. Wyatt, it was a really interesting game uh, a week ago with Houston and Texas. The The Cougars had more first downs, more yards passing, more total offense, and more third down conversions than the Longhorns. Uh, only lost by a touchdown, but, I mean, this is a Houston team that, you know, I think there are a little bit of unknowns with them, but at the same time, uh, I mean, it was pretty impressive a week ago what they did with Texas. What are some things that the Wildcats can take away from that matchup a week ago that Houston had against Texas? Well, I think you better be really impressed with how they fought after being down early 21 to nothing. They are, and and maybe I didn't finish the thought there uh, about the K-State defense. Tomorrow will be a much different challenge for the Wildcat defense than what we saw last Saturday night from my perspective. And if it's nothing else it's than this, it's the, the threat of quarterback run game. We've talked about how that changed K-State's look. It certainly has the ability to change Houston's look. And I think that Donovan Smith is playing at a pretty high level. He's 16 touchdowns to four picks. He's at like 67% completion rate. He's more calm and cool in the pocket. He doesn't run a lot. But, boy, does it create issues with the threat of that. And he can also throw on the run. This will be, I think, a lot different. Uh, scenario there. Now, with that said, maybe it won't be quite as difficult if A, K-State does what they did last week in the run game and has, you know, 38 minutes time of possession and those kind of things. So there are variables in this, but you have to be concerned about that and the fact that they fought back and the fact that they have pretty good personnel, including a pro left tackle and, and maybe a first-round pick. They do have some skill. Their issue has been defense. And that's the other factor going on here. They did a little change last week um, schematically. It helped them not give up shock plays to Texas. And if you're not giving up shock plays to Texas, that to me says that you have some capabilities. I'm very anxious to see what they they bring to the table uh, tomorrow. Um, Dana's been here before. Donovan Smith has been here before. I, I think to some degree that is an advantage uh, because this place will be hopping. Even this it's going to be chilly and what have you, as we talked about, but um, being here once it certainly would help you there. I don't think they're great by any stretch of the imagination. I don't want to overblow them, but I think they do have some capabilities, especially offensively. And if there was, you know, threat of overlooking them, before there certainly won't be now after what they did last week all right Wyatt uh what is coming up on the broadcast it's homecoming uh right do you guys have any special plans for the broadcast which by the way begins everybody at 9 a.m wake up early with the Wildcats tomorrow I don't know that we necessarily have anything 
uh, special uh, for homecoming. Uh, they've got, you know, the big day today with the, with the parade and the pep rally tonight. I'll be there at the pep rally to introduce and interview Coach Kleiman briefly. Looking forward to that, of course. But in the in the pregame show, I'm really um, anxious to for everybody to hear the player interviews this week. I I had a set down with uh, Carver Willis, who's uh, the Wildcats' right tackle. You know, he's really I don't know that he gets enough um, run on this. Start the year for Christian Duffy at the right tackle, and, and frankly, even by his own admission, didn't play well in the first couple of games. Uh, fact, played probably pretty poorly. But now Duffy is back, and he's continuing to start. I think that says a lot about how much he's improved, so we'll visit with him. The other guy that I had a chance to talk to is, is a guy who I really appreciate for just how tough and smart he is, is Jake Griffin. Uh, Jason plays, as you probably know, if you follow the Cats, started as middle linebacker the other night. He, he plays all three linebacker positions. Really neat guy, so that kind of highlights it for, from my perspective. And can't wait for this game, man. After, after the last couple of weeks, I think the Cats feel good about who they are and what they are and where they're headed. All right, Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats. You'll hear the coverage beginning at 9 a.m. right here on KFH, home of Wildcat Athletics. Wyatt, we appreciate it. Have a good call, uh, and we'll talk again next week ahead of what we hope will be a very, very pivotal game for the Cats this season. I'm hoping the same thing, but great, great visiting with you guys. I appreciate it. There goes Wyatt Thompson. If you're headed up for the homecoming festivities, as he mentioned there, uh, check out uh, his interview tonight with Chris Kleiman at the pep rally. All right, let's, uh, let's get ready here for a final segment. We'll get into this Royal Stadium talk. It's getting pretty interesting. An article out yesterday. We'll sort of we'll try to give some perspective on it and, and the reaction to it about the actual cost of the stadium potentially being much higher. That's a little bit deceiving, but we'll, we'll get into you know the reasons that's being said and all that. Uh, on the way out, Tommy, let's give away some Wichita Thunder hockey. You guys have a ton of games coming up. What do we have for people? Yeah, we do. We got a lot of games this weekend kicking off tonight at Interest Bank Arena. Uh, we're going to give you a four-pack of tickets to the game tonight, taking on the Cincinnati Cyclones at 7.05. All right, there you go. We'll do it to the first caller on that IHOP hotline. Jad will get us a winner. Family four-pack of tickets to the Wichita Thunder tonight. Good luck, everybody. We'll come back. We'll talk about this new ballpark up in Kansas City and how it pertains to Kansas potentially next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.